God bless fantasy football. There are many things a man can do with his time. And this, well, this is better than those things. Hey, yo. Welcome back to Good Old Sports Podcast. We had a bye during week nine. We're on to week 10. We're all the way back. And I think, I don't think I can get any higher than I am right now. Well, I couldn't get much lower. So why don't you start? Uh, we're sitting here going into week 10. Eagles are 8 and 1. Yeah. Going into the bye week. Go, Birds. Just coming off a big Dallas win. So that's beautiful in its own right. Dallas Humble. really blew that one. The yeah. refs walked him down the field that last drive. Eagles should have lost, but well, but they didn't. Real realistically, if we had a real offensive coordinator, we could have got a first down or two and right, yeah, pulled the game out. But whatever. I'm also seven and two in our main family league or league of record, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, I'm in first place and by far the best team with Chris McCaffrey coming back from by, which is another great thing. And then in my eight person league, I'm one game back from first place. And I've been the top scorer the last three weeks. I'd say things are looking pretty good for me. And I got another win in Vampire. So, 3-0 this week. Eagles won. Beating Dallas. Couldn't get much higher right now. Uh, Yeah, I wish I was in your shoes right now. Um, I was projected to win the last time I checked in our Vampire League by pretty good margin. I lost by 40. Wow. Uh, He had Dak... 36 he had uh amari cooper 29 pretty late and josh jacobs 23 pretty late um so i you know i wasn't really checking throughout the day the last time i checked i guess after the one o'clock games it was looking good and then he just went off in the four o'clock in the night games um so i'm i'm four and five in that seventh place eight teams to make playoffs so as of now still still in it but team is not looking good anymore no, and I think Connor got another win this week, right? He did not. Oh, he did lose. Yes. So Sunday he was bragging that he's getting another win. He lost by 25 in the end. Bobby Miller had a good week. Thank you, Bobby. We really appreciate that. Yeah, he scored 170. Great week to have a great week. Yeah. Um, In our main league, I am now 3-6. and six. I just had 68 points, the lowest I've ever scored in fantasy football history, I think, for myself. Um, that you remember. And I was just telling you before we started recording, I have guys like Barkley, Pollard, Jamar Chase. I have some big names on my team. It doesn't matter. They're duds. I need A-Chan to come back. He's on a bye this week, and then he should be back off of IR. I'll take A-Chan from you. No, no, I, I would like him to play for me. I think you need to win now. If you want Barkley or Pollard, though, I'm in. We, we could talk about something. Who's your quarterbacks? Uh, Trevor Lawrence and Kyler Murray, who should start this week. I got a real quarterback for you if you want him. Who? Josh Dobbs. <laughs> No, because as soon as I get him, he's just going to turn into the same mediocre. How? He's got the best wide receiver in football in Jordan Addison, and he's got the <laughs> second best wide receiver in football, Justin Jefferson, coming back. If he has another good week or two, what did he do this week? I know he did pretty well, but fantasy-wise, do you know? He came in halfway through the first quarter, and he put up 24 points. That would be way higher than any I think I've had, except for one week, Anthony Richardson, 29. Yeah, so that's outscoring Jefferson every single week. If he has another good week or two, we might have to. We might be in business. Well, that's getting close to trade deadline. I don't think we have a trade deadline in this league. Right, Just fine. whenever playoffs start. Um, the good news is in the CBS league with uh, Joe and Tim, we are now seven and two, tied for the best record. We've never been good in that league, and and now we are very good. No, you guys are usually already out of playoffs at this point. Like like right after the draft, we're usually <laughs> out of playoffs. Yeah. Now we uh power rankings. We are first. So at least I have one league to look forward to every week. Hey, you got to look forward to something, right? Yeah. All right, well, let's look forward to week 10. I'm already looking forward to it. You want to do an underdog for week 10? Um, I think we're going to do an underdog. Well, next episode, episode, we have a, a special guest. Actually, it was the last episode. This episode's coming out Thursday. We always get our orders messed up. We do have a special guest, though. So we're recording on Tuesday. This episode that we're recording now is coming out Thursday. Correct. So yeah, we're talking about this on air right now. Yeah. So yesterday's episode, we did an underdog draft with our special guest, which we can tell you because it already happened. Yeah. Thanks um, to Ed for uh, coming on yesterday. My buddy Ed Easton grew up playing sports with, lives right down the street from me. Um, good neighborhood guy, good country guy. He's a Netflix star. Netflix star and challenge star. 
Challenge yeah. is not on Netflix. I, okay. I he was on the Circle of Netflix Challenge on MTV? Correct. Um, yeah, so he, he, he I was on. I think he's going to win it this year. The show? Yeah. You know what? I think so, too. If you if you look at this guy, go check out his Instagram. He's terrifying. He is terrifying. I've known him my whole life, and he is terrifying. Yeah. If I didn't know him, I'd be terrifi- terrified. <laughs> yeah, but when you know him, he's just a goofball. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so we did an underdog with him. Yep. And I, th- I think we have a, a new uh, new segment. Beat Ed. I like it. Anyone who wants to sign up using our code, good old sports, will get a match, 100% match, up to $100. Up to $100. And you can play a private game with us and Ed or just against Ed. Try to beat the challenge's own. Challenge the Ed challenge. Eason. Challenge the challenge. Done. Trademark it. It's trademarked. Done. All right, let's jump into week 10 here. Um, first game, we have Thursday. we have another Germany game. Oh, we have a Thursday night game. Well, we have another Germany game, but that's the second game. Yes. Correct. Thursday is Panthers-Bears. Wait. Ugh. Yep, there it is. Um, this is going to be an ugly game. How, I have- how do Thursdays keep... Actually, last week, if we had a show, we probably would have thrown up looking at that game, but it wasn't a terrible game. I have off on Friday for Veterans Day, and I was like, sweet, I'm going to stay up for the Thursday night game. You know, maybe have some drinks, enjoy myself, watch the football game. And then I looked who it was, and I don't even know if I'll watch a second of it. You could still drink Seattle iced tea, though. Oh, I will. All right. I just don't know if I'll have the game on. Yeah, you don't need to watch the game to drink Seattle <laughs> spiked iced tea. I'll be drinking them. Um, yeah, I'm not looking for Who is it again? Panthers, Bears. Panthers, Bears. Um, I guess there's one good news, and I hope it works out. Khalil Herbert's supposed to be back, and I really need him to play since uh, DeAndre Swift's on the bye. And right now, I only have one running back that I would like to start. With McCaffrey? Yeah. Um, I don't even want to start Khalil Herbert. The good news is McCaffrey will score enough points for both of your running backs. Correct. And Khalil Herbert, this is probably one of the best matchups you can have coming back from injury. I agree with that. And it's not like like besides the first game Foreman played, their running backs haven't done anything. Yeah. So they kind of need him back. I'm sure they'll still split some time, but Herbert should be the lead back, I, th- I would think here. Yeah, and there is a chance he was limited in practice, but Fields might play. I was going to say, Thursday. I think Fields might play too, which would take away a little bit of the running. Yeah, so this is Tuesday. We're recording Tuesday. He did practice, but it was very limited, is what is the report that came out of camp. Right thumb injury, right? I believe so. So I would imagine even if he plays, there's going to be a lot of running. Doesn't stop his legs. And right. But really, between him, but they might run the ball too rather than pass the ball a lot, which and, would help. And you would, and you would hope against the Panthers that you can run. You, you should don't be able have to. to rely on throwing the ball. Yeah. Um, so in terms of start sits, I'd say the only person from Carolina is Adam Thielen. Thielen's a must. He I, had his worst game this week, but still maybe a must since start. week one. But yeah, I think he's been so consistent. You have to play him. I think that is the only must start. Um, like I have to start Khalil Herbert if he plays, just because how my roster looks. But yeah, he had five catches for twenty nine yards. So if you're full PPR, you still get seven point nine, almost eight points on a, on his worst week. Yeah. Um, and then on the Bears side, if you have a quarterback on a bye and Fields is playing, it's a great matchup. He should run a lot. He's got maybe, fresh legs. If, if you, Fields doesn't play, maybe Cole Clement. Is a must start. Cole Komet's been killing it with Fields out. Yeah, the backup has really been finding him. Yeah, um, I I love that start against the Panthers. But that's that's really it because like I personally wouldn't want to start Fields, even if he plays. Like I think it's no. If you have a different quarterback, you, you play the other quarterback. It. You gotta yeah. you gotta see him back in action. Can he throw the ball? Um, because he might have a great rushing day, but can he throw it all? Is the question. All right, moving on to our Germany game. Um, we were talking about this on the deck with Uncle Joe. This used to be the game of the year. Yep. We got Colts Patriots. Yes, that is what it has come to. Uh, yeah. When it was Peyton versus Brady, this was awesome. Everybody would watch that game. That was what that 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 was the NFL. That was the AFC championship every year. That was the NFL. Yep. Yeah. Um now it is Mac Jones versus Gardner Minshew. Yeah, so in terms of starting, you're, you're starting JT, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, I'd start. You can maybe even start Zach Moss here if you need a flex option. How'd he do that last week? Let's see. Um, I'm just saying because of the Patriots being so bad, 
that he might. He only had 26 yards. He didn't do anything. Yeah, I think it's JT is your only start. Yeah, because that was against Carolina, and he didn't do anything. So JT is your only start. Maybe Michael Pittman um, as a flex play. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. So we're, we already went through two games, and we might have like two combined must-starts. Yeah, on the Patriots side. Out of four teams. That's terrible. Yeah. Uh, real quick, before we go any further. Bye weeks this week. We have Eagles on a bye. We have Chiefs on a bye. We have Miami on a bye. Miami and the Lions? Or are they just on a bye? No, they were just on a bye. We have... Chiefs, Rams, Dolphins, Eagles. So the Rams with that last team. Yeah. So a lot of fantasy players are on by this week. Especially quarterbacks. That's three out of four. I mean, not really Kyle Stafford, but Mahomes, Tua, and Hurts. Um, yeah, you have some running backs. You have some tight ends in there. You have some receivers, obviously. There's a lot of fantasy players Yeah. in those four. So, you know, you might be a little deeper at flex this week. So a guy like Ramondre Stevenson might be flex worthy. Yeah, he had a big run last week. Um, Kendrick Bourne. If you're really stretching it, maybe. But that's it. Yeah. All right. We got Texans, Bengals. The Eagles, since they're on a bye, aren't straight at the top of my list. So we can actually go through these in order. If, I think Stroud, through nine games, is already locked up rookie of the year by far. Like, yeah. It's he, ridiculous. He's setting like rookie records. He just had the most passing yards. 470. Yeah, he's at 2,270 yards and 14 touchdowns with one pick so far. Yeah, that's amazing. Not for a rookie. That's that's amazing for anybody. That's close to MVP numbers right now. So Burrow had a slow start, but he's got 400 more yards than Burrow, two more touchdowns, and three less picks. That's, it, like, that's like he played an extra game yeah. with the 400 yards. And like a good game, 400 yards, two touchdowns, three less picks. Um, and I know Burrow had a tough, tough start, but Stroud is killing it. Yeah, he's so good. Um, so this could be really interesting. I mean, the Bengals look like they're all the way back, and they do they might... start zero and three. Yeah, so they're on a no, five game win no. streak. No, they or... went zero and two, and then one and two, one and two. Okay, yeah. so they're four and one in their last five. I think so. Um, yeah, they they look great. They look back to normal what they were, but I still think this is going to be a great game. Yeah, I, I think the Texans, even though they're not a complete team with how good Shroud is, and their defense looks pretty good at times, they can. They can hang in with anybody. They can give anybody a good game. So this is Cincinnati minus seven. Is that too big of a spread, or you still think they, I, I they win think, by a touchdown? I don't know. I, I I would have some confidence betting on Houston here. I'm not going to bet it. I think I would take Houston plus seven and a half. By that half a point? Yeah. yeah. Why, I, why aren't you betting this one? Are you uh, retired? Yeah, I'm retired from betting. Um, for now. Poor move, dude. Hey, here's the thing: is is I don't. I'm not a bad better. I'm bad at cashing out my money until I lose it all. I just I just learned that the withdraw b- button works again yesterday. Oh, it still works. Still works, dude. They haven't locked me out of that withdrawal yet. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll, I'll go. I'll go hit a little parlay, hit some straight bets instead of cashing money out and then playing with what I have left over and taking a profit. I'll just keep going until I lose it, and every time it, I lose it, eventually it might take me. A month versus one bet, but it's gonna go, and it's like, why? Why? What am I doing here? Eventually, I'm just throwing my money away. Well, you could just start cashing out and making money. Uh, yeah, I don't know if my withdrawal button works on my app. So oh, I'm that's, gonna. That's probably what it was. You didn't check it. Next time I make a bet and I win, I'm gonna have to check, make sure that button okay. works. I'm there sure it does. I just, I, yeah. No. Well, maybe this will be the game to bet on. All right. All right. So Stroud must start. Yeah. Um. Nico Collins and Tank Dell. Nico Collins didn't have a great game, but I mean, Stroud threw for 400 yards. So I think Nico Collins is still a must. Tank Dell is really hit or miss. But this yeah. week with bye weeks, having a lot of receivers out, especially guys like AJ Brown, uh, Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, Tyreek Hill. Tyree Kill, you're missing a lot of the top receivers. I think Tank Dell could be a good flex option. So I think Tank Dell in three of his last five games said 20 fantasy points, but there's two games he has and it's been like nothing. It's been, I think, four and five. Right. It hasn't been a a good game. So it is hit or miss, but huge ceiling, very low floor. But in a game against the Bengals, you would think that they're going to have to pass a lot. They're going to have to throw. Um, Do you like Damian Pierce at all? No. I don't either. And he, he just missed last game, I think. Um, I don't like Singletary didn't do much right. either. Yeah, I don't like either one of them. On the Bengals side, I think you're starting Burrow, you're starting Mixon, you're starting Jamar Chase, starting T. Higgins. He just finally had a, a pretty 
He had a great game. Yeah, and I, even at worst, a flex option. Like I, I think it's just start. He's a must start. Yeah. Um, I think it's also, a good game, and the Bengals are going to also have to throw the whole game. It's not like they'll just right. have to run it out. Right. This should be a good high-scoring game, I think. Also, we missed one on the Texans. Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz is definitely a must-start. Definitely a must-start. I saw a stat. The four players that had the most receiving yards this week were all on the Cowboys together. On the Texans? The Cowboys together. Oh, oh, oh. Dalton Schultz, C.D. Lamb, Noah Brown, and... Amari Cooper. Wow. Noah Brown was like a fourth or fifth receiver that nobody heard about, but right. But he was there four guys same time. that all were on the Cowboys on the same team. That's wild. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, thanks Dallas. Thanks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thanks, Jerry Jones. Um, that's funny. All right. Next game, we got Green Bay at Pittsburgh. Uh, from Green Bay. Uh, yeah. This is another ugly game. Yeah, I think so. Green Bay beat the Rams. But they're still terrible. Um, Pittsburgh, I think, is just so hit or miss on what they can be. Like they look like at points that they could actually be a really good team. And then sometimes it's like, what what are you doing? And then yeah, at other times it looks like um I, I don't even know what to compare it to the WNBA. I, I don't know <laughs> how how low we can fall with how bad this offense can look. Yeah. But then other times it's like, wow, that was they go down the field with ease. I think when George Pickens is involved, they look better. When they can hit him on a deep pass or two, he really takes the top off the defense. So he had a terrible game. What do you have? Two catches for negative one yards? Yeah, he had in PPR it was one point nine points. Yes. Like so that's terrible, and then they, they look like crap. But when they when they can connect on a deep ball, takes that top off. Deontay Johnson gets going with his catches. Both of the running back, like you know, they look like a solid team. But both the running backs finally had a big bounce back game. Both had good games. Yeah, they did. They did have good games. Um, are you confident enough to start Najee? Um, again, so so Swift's on a bye. Pacheco's on a bye. Mostert's on a bye. Yeah, uh, whoever the Rams running back that you might have rostered. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, so I, so that's three. I think solid Najee, backs. maybe not a must start, but definitely a solid flex. Play. I think a solid flex after the game we just had. Yeah, Jalen Warren maybe too. If if you really, yeah, he's still at seventy something yards. I think. Yeah, if you need somebody. Um. Yeah, so Deontay Johnson, both running. Deontay Johnson's a must start at this point. I think. Correct. Um, both running backs, good flex plays. George Pickens is Pickens is a must start. Is he? I, I I would think so. I mean, yeah, he had one bad game, but okay, still a must start. Yeah, I mean, one one bad game doesn't get you out of the must-start. No, and it could be two back-to-back. But it's, again, all those other receivers out. I think you're playing George Pickens if he's on your team. Okay. Um, on the Packers' side of the ball, Aaron Jones has finally had a good game. He had 73 rushing yards and a touchdown with four catches and 26 yards. So, it looked, looked healthy. Yeah, I think if he's healthy, he's definitely a must-start. And yeah, if he's, you've had the game. That proves that he is healthy. Right. Which is big. There's no setbacks. I think he's the only Packer, though. Maybe Luke Musgrave. Maybe Luke Musgrave. But that's yeah, it. That's None it. of those receivers. A.J. Dillon is terrible. Yep. Yeah. All right. Next game we have Titans at Bucks. There's a lot yeah. of bad games this week. This Jeez. is terrible. Um, Let's start with the Titans. Um, Will Levis is the starter going forward for now, they said. Which he didn't have the best game. He's still like 250 yards, but no touchdowns, and he had a pick. He's um, a rookie. Why wouldn't he be the starter? Like he's proved right, that right. he gives your team hope, and you want to. That went down to the last drive. He, he threw a pick at the goal line, I think, to end the game. But he, they yeah. were in it the whole time. Yeah. So his pick was his pick was going for the end zone. Like it, right. It's not uh, it's not what you want to see, but it's not like it was a bad throw or anything. It was. They needed they a touchdown. They threw it in the end zone. It got picked off. Yeah. Again, rookie. Yeah. Um. So I, I like him going forward. Like not as a starter. For I don't fantasy. want to start him, but maybe you got to pick up. Yes. Um. It also gives you hope for Hopkins. Correct. Um. So I think Hopkins is a must start. Derrick Henry is obviously a must start. That's it for the Titans. Yeah. He's doing exactly what a rookie should do. You should heavily target the best wide receiver on your team. Yeah. And, yeah, it's great for Hopkins the past two weeks. Um, and hopefully moving forward, it stays the same. So I know Hopkins had the three touchdown 
last week? How did he do this week? Uh, still a good amount of catches. He had four, four catches for 60 yards, so 10 points in PPR. That's better than what he was doing. Yes. Yeah. Um, Tampa Bay. I, I like Rashad White. Rashad White is a must start. Especially in PPR, he's been getting a ton of catches. Um, I'd say must start. Sadly, Baker is not Oklahoma Baker anymore again. No, he, he, had, he had a good few games there. Um, I had Chris Godwin last game, and I was very disappointed. Still won. Don't worry. Still got the win. But I think I have to start. No, I don't. No, he's out of my lineup. Never mind. Godwin? I th- yeah, I thought I had to start him again because of bye week, but I don't. He is out of my lineup. He, he's a he's a solid flex play. Um, right he, right now, his ceiling is not very high. He was on a – yeah, his floor was low. And yeah. that's why I started him last week over Jordan Addison. But he doesn't have a ceiling this year, but he does have a pretty good floor of 10 to 11 points a game. Right. And that's half PPR. So full PPR is probably 13 to 14 a game. Yes. And it's weird. Mike Evans has had great games. It's weird that Godwin hasn't had one of those games yet. Like yeah. in previous years, they've kind of taken turns. Uh, this year, it's all Mike Evans. It's all Mike Evans. It's the same thing as the Eagles. It's all A.J. Brown rather yeah. than switching between him and Devontae Smith. So Mike Evans is a must-start. Rashad White's a must-start. Godwin is, um, I think, a good flex option. Yeah. Kate Otten just had two touchdowns. Tight end. Yeah, definitely somebody to look at at the tight end spot. So who's so Kelsey's on a bye. Goddard is hurt, but on a bye. Um, That's really it. Yeah, Tyler Higby for the Rams. If you were desperate when you if you had him, yeah, but someone to keep in mind. All right, we got Browns at Ravens. This should be a good one. Browns five and three, Ravens seven and two. Yeah, um, Watson's back. I don't know if that helps or hurts, but he's back. I think the Ravens. I really want to see them against a good defense like the Browns have been. Yeah, Ravens are favored by six. And the, that's a lot of points. This will be a good for test a, for a division matchup. That's a lot of points. It is a lot, but they're home. They're by far the better team. Yeah. Did you see uh, Lamar made apologize to fantasy owners? No, for his bad game. He hasn't had a bad game. They've been running and blowing teams out that he hasn't put up production. Right. Or at least the production that maybe fantasy owners want to see. Well, when he played the Lions, he had a huge game. Yeah, he was a part of all that scoring, but they've been doing it on the ground. I think there's three or four rushing touchdowns this week. Right. Gus Edwards had two. Um, Usually he's going to have one of them. And some rookie had another one last week. Yeah. Uh, I Justice Hill is 43. This guy was number 34. Yeah. I don't know his name, but he had a solid game. He, he looked pretty good. Yeah, The whole team looks good. Yeah, except for Zay Flowers. Yeah, bad week. I think I'm done with Zay Flowers. I've been starting him ever since. I've probably been starting him consistently for three or four weeks now. And he's had good games with like eight catches, 70 yards. But we're half PPR. And it's just he found the end zone once. He has not yet had like a deep ball where he broke it. I don't know. My patience is running out with him. You heard it here first. If Bren sits Flowers then you should start Flowers. It's going to be his breakout game. The way yeah. Bren's fantasy year is going. I can't do anything right. Definitely play Flowers if Bren sits him. Um, so let's see what I'm going to do right now. The person I could put in instead of Flowers would be Kareem Hunt. And I might do it. Against the Ravens defense? That's tough. Yeah. And Flowers playing Cleveland defense, though. Which is also tough. I just I'm sick of him. Kareem Hunt has scored at least one touchdown in every game since he signed with the Browns and has been playing. And Save, he's been playing a lot better. Yeah, say Flowers. It's just pissing me off. All right, but you got Lamar, you got Mark Andrews, must starts. Say Flowers is a solid start. Yeah, probably Gus Edwards is a Gus solid Edwards, start. I think is a must start. Um, Gus Edwards gets all the meaningful carries. The starters in. Close game goal line work is all Gus Edwards. The other guys got the ball more when the game got out of hand. Yeah, I agree with that. For the Browns, I think Deshaun Watson could be a good start. If you have someone else, I'd still lean that other way, depending on who it is. I agree. Um, Amari Cooper's a must start. Amari Cooper with Deshaun is a must start. Amari Cooper did not look good with P.J. Walker, but now that... Yes, Deshaun Watson is hit him. back. All right, what about running backs? Ford and Hunt. I think Hunt is a really good flex, or like he would be my running back too this week without a question. Um, so I think he's a must, maybe not must start, but a good start, good flex option. Okay. What about Ford? Flex option still? I think so. He's still getting targets and touches. 
Um, and then David Njoku's had a couple of good games. Yeah, I hate Njoku every year. Um, just because I was always high on him when he would be bad, and he is doing pretty well this year. Well, he's not until the last two weeks. Okay. In our half PPR, he hasn't eclipsed eight points until the last two weeks. He said four for 77 in a touchdown and four for 26 in a touchdown. So 15 and 10 points with our half PPR. But before that, seven and a half was his highest. That's still not great. What would you do? Njoku or Kate Otten? Um, right like, right like now? If you're a Kelsey owner and you have to have a backup tight end this week. The way Njoku's been playing the last two weeks, I, would, I think I'd go Njoku. Okay. Um, so now I have Njoku and I have Evan Ingram coming off a bye. I would go Evan Ingram. I, I think that's where I have to go. I think Njoku has projected more points, but I, I think I'm going to have to go Evan Ingram. Yeah. All right. We got 49ers at Jags. This, this could be the game of the week. This could be the game of the week. There's Lions Chargers down down the line here, but I think this is the game of the week. But this is two teams off a of bye, so hopefully they're more uh, they're healthier. Yeah, San Fran has lost three in a row before the bye. Yeah, so San Fran's looking to bounce back. Um, and Jacksonville, after a shaky start, has been what four and one probably their last five, something like that. I think so because they were. They lost to the Chiefs week two, so they were one and one, and they're four and one since they're six and two now. Yeah, um, and they've looked good. Still, not a ton of fantasy. So I, w- I would say Travis Etienne is the only stud fantasy player on this team. Stud, yes. Lawrence has been fine, not great. Lawrence has been a consistent like, mediocre, like mid-teens. Like yeah. he's not, he's not gonna get you single digits, but he's he hasn't gotten twenty yet. Correct. Um, ETN absolutely must start. I still think Lawrence is a must start unless you have another great quarterback. He's only getting better, and they're coming off a bye. Are and, you taking the shot on Kyler Murray, or are you starting? No, I, I I need to see Kyler Murray first. Okay. Um, so definitely Lawrence there. So I know you're not doing the trade, but if you had a guy like Romeo Dobbs, are you close to a guy like Romeo Dobbs over Lawrence? Are you no? talking about Josh Dobbs? Josh Dobbs, sorry. Um. Who's Minnesota playing? I don't know. Minnesota what? is playing the Saints. Saints have a good defense. Mm, I don't know. San Francisco has a good defense. Yeah, but San Francisco just lost three in a row and let up a lot of fantasy points to quarterbacks. San Francisco also just got Chase Young to add to that pass rush. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like whatever I would do here would be the wrong decision. <laughs> so, I, I, I think if it was in the position, I think I would still go with Lawrence. Lawrence, but I'm close to – I'm a Josh Dobbs fan because he runs. Yeah. Like, he didn't know the offense this week, and he put up 24 points. Yeah. Um, I, I like him too. But, yeah, I think I would go Lawrence with, with Doug Peterson coming off a of bye um, this week. And, again, San Fran, yeah, they just got Chase Young, but they've been letting up a lot of points to quarterbacks. Yeah. So, I think Lawrence is probably a must-start. ETN easily. Evan Ingram should be a must-start. And then Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley. What do you do there? I I start Christian Kirk if I'm somebody that's missing one of these big uh, watch. Actually, Christian Kirk's probably been in your starting lineup already. Should be. It's not not just that you're missing guys. He should already be there. So I'm I'm thinking Christian Kirk's must start if um Calvin Ridley's been your third or fourth receiver. You might need to start him with some of these guys, and I would. I would still start him over going to the waiver wire. I don't know if there's anybody off waivers that you'd pick up and start over. I agree because you know Cal- he's had some big games. He has. And you would think with a bye week, maybe they say, you know what? Got to get him more involved. Um, yeah, also, like we said, they're a solid team, 6-2. and two. They're playing a tough – it should be a good game. And I think that this would be a more high-scoring game rather than San Fran just shuts them out with their defense. So either way, I think they're going to need a pass just to keep up. But, uh, yeah, I, I like all of the Jags this week. I can see this being a low-scoring, ugly game. Jacksonville's defense just isn't that good, so I don't I, know that they're going to hold San Fran down. And I, I agree with that, but we thought, like, I go back to Jags-Chiefs, like I thought that was going to be an easy blowout. The Chiefs have been inconsistent, too, so they didn't score a lot that game. They won. But no, they lost that game. Um, they also just lost to Denver by putting up nine points without a touchdown. So. The Chiefs have been weird this year. Yeah. All right. San Fran, McCaffrey's an easy must start. Ayuka's a must start. Is that it? Um, for me, 
in one of my leagues, Kittle's still a must start, even though he's so hit or miss. Like it is, it is. It's, it's a huge boomer, game or he's nothing. He's boomer bust. Yeah. Um, but I like that boom. Yeah, that boom is nice. And I, I, I would think about Brock Purdy. If you're someone that has like a Hertz or two, uh, that's out or Hertz two of Mahomes out this week. Right. I mean, not, a, not a bad guy. Brock Purdy's not a bad guy to slide in there for a week. Yeah. Especially coming off by. You hope that. It's the shootout, and he bounces back. Is Debo healthy yet? That's a great question. He is questionable. So if he plays, maybe a flex option, but I, I would try to stay away from him if I can. Yeah. All right, we got Saints at Vikings. Kind of like the Vikings here. Um, it's tough. I think, well, Alexander Madison, would you move to must start with Cam Akers now out for the year? Yes, I think so. He... Ever since Cam Akers got traded to the Vikings, Madison has done better. And now Akers is out. I think Madison, who's kind of got that fire lit under him, who's now doing it, just lost any competition. He had to take carries. I agree with that. Um, I want to say Jordan Addison's a must start, except for... Jefferson's not back this week, right? I believe next week. But I could be wrong on that. Don't quote me. I um, I don't know. But going back to Addison, I, I don't know if he's a must with Dobbs just because like it was, they were joking about it. Dobbs doesn't even know the guys on his team. And yeah, Addison was not his target last week. It was the underneath guys. It wasn't throwing downfield. He had five for 52 with his first game with Dobbs. Okay. So we're half point PPR. So it looked lower on our side because that's seven and a half versus 10. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess you would have to move in the must start because he has been so good for you. Jefferson's still in the IR. I think this is his last week. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah I, I'd start Addison. I would start Addison. Well, I am starting Addison. So, yeah. So, Addison, Madison, and then, like you said, Dobbs is not a bad. Not a bad uh, guy, especially with these three quarterbacks out. Yeah. On the Saints, I think you got Kamara and you got Alave. Kamara's so good. And he had a bad week. He had I a bad he week. He bounces back against this defense. Um, I think Alave is just. I, I would look if you're a uh, if you're Kelsey owner and Tyreek Hills or uh, Taysom Hill's still out there. I don't think it matters who your tight end is. You have to be intrigued by the way Taysom Hill's playing because they're using him again. They're using him in every facet he, of the game. Yeah, he at one point in the game he was out rushing or sorry not out rushing out carrying carrying. Uh, Kamara. Kamara. Yeah, so the last three games, again, half PPR, he got 14, 20 and a half, and 18. Yeah. Um, he's getting receptions. He's getting rushes. He's throwing touchdowns. He's running in. Like, the goal line running back right now is Taysom Hill. It's not Alvin Kamara. Which is wild because Kamara's been so consistent every time he touches the ball. I don't understand why you go away from him, but, hey, if Taysom Hill's still out there, you picked him up, play him. Yeah, until he doesn't do it, I I think you have to, especially against this Vikings defense. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's a a must. He's not a must start if you have a top-tier tight end. But if you don't have one of the top tiers, he's a great start, I think. Yeah, I I, I won't say must, but I think a great start. I agree with that. All right, we have one, two, three, four, four o'clock games this week. Falcons at Cardinals. Yes. Um. Although, I will say, Cardinals are getting Kyler Murray back. Taylor Heineke is starting for the Falcons, so they're a little bit different than they were with Ritter. Still not great. There's nothing about this game that makes me intrigued to watch. I think for me, at least having Kyler Murray on my fantasy team and needing a quarterback, I'm hoping that he looks healthy, he looks good. Um, You're right. That That's the intrigue to watch. That is. is. To see if Kyler comes back and if he's going to be the guy. What Arizona is going to do with him? Yeah, are they going to run the like? Because I don't know. Atlanta's defense isn't bad, so it'll be interesting to see. Because they also don't really have that many weapons. Last time Kyler Murray played, they had Hopkins and Marquise Brown. Now they just have Marquise Brown. Yeah, um, uh, that's it. That's it. It's not like he's James Conner anymore. He's still out. Like, yeah, it's 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 going to be tough for Kyler Murray. Yeah, so that'll be interesting to see. So on their side of the ball. No one. Marquise Brown is a solid flex play with all the receivers out. That's that's it, I think. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe if, that's it. if that. On the Falcons' side of the ball, let's do running back last year. Drake London or Kyle Pitts? I think healthy London, I'd play. Okay. 
because uh, did he play last game or he was out, right? Um, I think he was out. Um, Kyle Pitts, I would look to play if if he's still out on the waivers and you need somebody. Uh, Johnu Smith. Johnu Smith. He's been killing it. Yeah, he's probably been one of the top tight top five tight end the last couple weeks. Like, let's look up his stats. He's he's doing really well. So if you need a tight end, he's the tenth ranked tight end in fantasy right now. Johnu Smith. Yeah, and that's probably mostly over the last couple weeks. I so guess. he's been inconsistent. Oh, well, now looking at it, he's been very inconsistent. So week four, Jacksonville, he had six catches, 95 yards. Then he goes six for 67, four for 36 at a touchdown, which saved him. Three for 27, one for 13, and then he just had a huge game, five for 100 and a touchdown. So he's had big weeks, but very inconsistently. You just named like six games, and there was only two bad ones in there. Well, one for 13 and three for 27 are bad. A six for 67 you're happy with. Yeah, that's a 12-point PPR week. That's not a bad week. Yeah, so he's not a bad guy to take a chance with. So this was Heineke's first start, right? He went in. Like, when they played Tennessee, when they played Tennessee week eight, he went in that game, but he didn't start. I believe so. So in that game, Johnny had one for 13. But this first start for Heineke, he had five for 100 and a touchdown. So definitely something to keep an eye on there. Yeah. All right. What is going on at the running back position at Atlanta? I don't know, and I love that it's happening to Connor in Fan League because it's holy. I wish he was here right now to. Uh, I don't think he would laugh about it the same way we are. No, he would not. It is unbelievable when you're sitting there watching. And it's just like, why is Bijan not on the field? Why is he not on the field? And then he got on the field this week and he fumbled. Yeah. So I don't know if this is uh, Arthur Smith, the coach, being at fault here of not playing him. Or if it's like uh, if he's got some underlining injury that they're not talking about and it's just being really kept under wraps. Well, I just saw something. Is that their last three first round picks were Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and uh, Bijan? Yeah, you can't build a team going those positions. Well, it's especially running back without a line. Correct. And a tight end. Like, why would you ever? I know he's supposed to be a generational talent at tight end. They're not even using him as a tight end. They're using him as a wide receiver. But when they drafted Pitts, they still had Matt. They they weren't far removed from the Super Bowl uh, roster. When they lost 28 to 3? Yes. You were. Well, when they blew that. You're removed. You're still, I don't know. Like, I think this is year four for Pitts, year three. But looking back at it now, you still had Matt Ryan. You had an okay offensive line. You had an okay defense. Like that wasn't a bad pick. I think Matt Ryan might have been. No, was Matt Ryan still there when they got London too? I think I think Pitts and London were four and three years ago, a year off, and then Bijan this year. I think London's in his third year. Okay. No, I could be wrong. Drake London yeah. was a rookie last year. Yeah, he's in his second year. He's in his second. Yeah, it so. might have been those three, the last three. And it, you're right. You can't build a team around that. But like I, don't, it, I don't know. If they had a little bit of a better offensive line, because their offensive line is not bad. If they had a little bit better of an offensive line and a real quarterback, this team could be drastically different offensively. But that doesn't take away from Bijan not getting the ball. Right. So I think that they... So Algier was a rookie last year. He had a great year. Um, that helps that they ran the ball the most in the NFL, and their offensive line was, I think, the number one in, in running. Yes. Um, so now looking back at it, it looks like they trust Algier more. He's in in the at the goal line, the plays that matter, uh, like we were saying with Gus Edwards. Like They're going to Algier. So if you look at it, it looks like they, they have it drafted for what the team needs. They've just been like, okay, there's best, a generational best player. talent. Right. There's best player at a, a position that your fans want to see. Your fans don't want to watch you draft an offensive lineman. Your fans want to watch you draft a running back. They want you to draft the wide receiver. Does it work for the team? No, you're right. You need that foundation. But if if you're sitting at the number eight pick and Bijan Robinson's on the board and your team drafts a lineman, you're like, are you shitting me? Like we could have had 
the best running back in the last 10 years or whatever. Right. And you want to please your fans because ticket sales and that's how you make your money. But you want to be a good team. Like if the Eagles pick a lineman in the first round every single year, I'm happy. Also. Yeah, because they hit. Well, yeah, they're very good at drafting linemen. Also, there's so many running backs and wide receivers in free agency every year where there's not a lot of great linemen because they keep getting re-signed because they're so good. You need to draft a lineman. The Bijan pick didn't make sense if you look at what Algier did as a rookie. Right, Algier was great last He's year. Not, it's not like it was a guy in his third year of his contract and you didn't want to re-sign him for fourth. Or fourth year, you don't want to pick up his fifth-year option. Like yeah. It is. And I don't even know if Algier was a first-year... Or first round pick. He wasn't a first round pick, so, so he's, he's cheap. A, right. You could have you could have really built around him. Yeah. And I I don't know what it is. Maybe Arthur Smith is like a it's a rah rah guy, not a X's and O's knowing the playbook. Well, they're four and five, so they're good enough not to get a great draft pick and they're bad enough where they could still win the division in and that they, division. But they did that with Ritter. Like they're not far away from being a decent team. Right. So and Again, Heineke just got – he came in two games ago. He just started last game, so we'll see if he can string together some wins because he's much better than Ritter. They win this week? Who did they play this week? Who did, who do they play or who no, did they who did they play? Who did they play in week nine? They played Atlanta. Oh, they played the Vikings. They lost by three. Oh, yeah, they lost to – Josh Dobbs. Dobbs. Like uh, that was a good game. It was good. Thirty-one twenty-eight. Yeah. Um, now moving forward, I think you got to stay with Heineke. And oh, absolutely. They really have to figure out the running back room. I, I like even if they played him on the field at the same time, because Bijan's a great. They did that at the beginning of the year, and then they went away from it. Now Bijan's not even on the field. Yeah, and it doesn't make. Cordell Patterson's getting a lot of touches again right now, and he did good when he was the running back there too. Yeah, you're right. Maybe it's not an offensive line issue. It's. I don't know what the issue is. I don't know, but they got to figure it out. They do. Because they have some potential, but they're wasting it. Yes. Okay, so let's draw this back in. What are you doing fantasy-wise with the running backs? I think you still have to play Bijan. Is Algier a flex? I think Algier could be a flex. Uh, I like him the flex. Yeah. Uh, Again, with Mostert, Swift, Pacheco out. Okay, so I have Swift out. I'm looking at starting... um, so Khalil Herbert or Khalil, Tyler Algier, I would go Algier. I have Khalil Herbert, Chubba Hubbard on my team right now. They're playing each other Thursday night. They both suck. I would I would pick Algier over both of them. If I had Algier, I would play him. He's not on the waivers, I don't think. He's rostered somewhere. I guess Bijan owners probably roster him just in case the He's I, probably sitting on Connor's bench and Connor's kicking himself every time he touches the ball. Well, maybe he would trade him for cheap. For I something. doubt it. I don't know. Nobody All trades right. me players. I'm too good. I'll trade. Next game, Lions at Chargers. Chargers are four and four. They were zero and four, right? They were zero and three or zero and four. Yeah. yeah, so they're uh, they're, they're on the back. rise. Um, thank you to the Chargers for winning me a two hundred sixty dollars parlay this week. Nice. So and that um, withdrawal button worked. The withdrawal button worked. It was nice. wild. Nice, nice, nice. Um, yeah. So Chargers are. They they're, can put they, up points. They're looking good. Eckler's uh, healthy again, which helps. Eckler looked a lot better this week. Even against a really good Jets team, he looked better. So I like him going forward this week. Keen Allen looks like the best receiver in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, Herbert worries me a little bit with that finger. Yeah. Or maybe it's just that the Jets are that good. Well, the Jets' defense is very good. They are. Um, he only had 10 points. I didn't need him to have a great game this week, but he he looks off. With that, I don't know if it's that finger or if he's got something else going on. He looked off, and maybe it just is the Jets were that good. But I'm really excited to see him bounce back because this is the game I think could become a shootout. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, Lions coming off a bye, I think they could put together a really good week. And we saw the Lions get blown out by the Ravens. Um, I don't think the Chargers defense is nearly as good as the Ravens. Chargers have terrible defense. Yeah, so I, I think. Even if the Chargers score a lot on the Lions, the Lions will be able to keep up in this one. Correct. Um, just got an update. Former Steelers wide receiver Martavis Bryant is signing with the Cowboys practice squad. Is he, that- he was good when he played, when he was not suspended. Um, 
who knows if he still has it, but the Cowboys aren't very deep at receiver. Yeah, that's been a couple of years now. I, I don't know. What, I, I don't think it's meaningful at all. Yeah, we have no idea until you really see it. Uh, we did forget some other breaking news at the beginning of this episode. What? Carson Wentz signed. Did he? With the Rams. I did not know that. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Because I was wondering when he would get signed because he can still play. And a lot of quarterbacks, I think 50% of the league is starting backup quarterbacks, I think I saw. I want Carson to still have a decent career. Yes. Like, uh, I would like to see him come back and get, like, a comeback player of the year or something. I know Philly fans, when he kind of got booed out of town when it was time to go, I still like him. He, I mean, that 2017 season, we don't get to the Super Bowl without him. No, and, I mean, you have... You have Lamar Jackson, and you've had Vic in the past. You've had these running quarterbacks that are so excited to watch. I don't know if there is a big white quarterback that was as fun to watch. He's not as athletic as Josh Allen. So what I saw is he was Mahomes before Mahomes. Correct. The sidearm throws. The The way he gets out of the sacks. He's in a pile of like eight guys against Washington and somehow breaks through for a 15-yard run. Like it's... Yeah, he was Mahomes before Mahomes. He would have won MVP that year. He was the uh, most exciting player. Won, even, with the even with the injury, he should have. Um, yeah, he was very exciting. And I still, yeah, I, I still wish him the best. Yeah. So, and you know, with Cooper Cup and Puka. Right. That's a great a situation. Place, like, there's worse places that you could go. Oh, absolutely. That is That should be a good You could good go spot. to the Giants. Yeah. And then you really have no idea who you're throwing the ball to. At least you're going to play with Cooper Cup. Right. Anybody could throw the ball to Cooper Cup. Yeah. All right. Back to Lions and Chargers. Start with the Chargers. You got Herbert. You got Eckler. You got Keenan Allen. All must starts. Um, Josh Palmer did not play. If he plays, maybe a flex. If you're needing a wide receiver. Yeah. Um, Everett. He's on the IR, though, so he's not going to play. Oh, he did go to IR. Yeah. Oh. He's out. Yeah, so he's not going to play. Not a good play. Um, um, what about Gerald Everett, tight end? Gerald Everett. Tight end, not a bad guy to pick up if you're a Kelsey owner because he's probably still on some. Uh, yeah, I'd imagine he's still on the waiver waivers. wire for a lot of teams. Yeah, so if you need tight end help, if you're a Goddard owner, seeing him go down, um, probably not a bad guy to look at. Yeah. Um, on the line side, I think Goff could be a again, great quarterbacks are on buys this week. Yeah, I agree with that. With the quarterbacks on buys, and I think could turn into a shootout. I think that's a good play. Um, Jameer Gibbs, I think with or without Dave Montgomery, has solidified himself in that offense. Yes, it, it, it's going to be um, it's going to be weird to see when Montgomery does come back. What this offense looks like? He's but, questionable this week, so we'll see. If you look at what Gibbs has done, it's going to be hard for them to take the ball out of his hands. Yeah, and we talked like I I talked about a lot even early on the week, first couple weeks. His production was so much better. Off his small sample size, yeah. They kept running Montgomery. Now you've seen it; it's going to be hard to take the ball out of his hands. I'm in total agreement with you. And this is kind of what I said at the beginning of the year: is that it was going to be split. Like you, you were on Gibbs immediately. They picked him; they're going to use him. It's kind of like Robinson. We thought, you yeah, use a high draft pick. You're gonna. You're I gonna thought play. the fact that they traded for Montgomery, they didn't just sign him; they traded for him. I thought that they would split, and they didn't even really split. It was just Montgomery. Which was surprising to everybody, but now I think that it's it's going to be Gibbs. That could be a big two handed monster. It it could be a great one, just like last year, Swift and Jamal Williams for the Lions. Swift was great, and well, Swift had a good year, not a great year. Swift like, was terrible last year. Okay, we can go with terrible. He was. I mean, yeah, Montgomery was or uh, Jamal Williams had a ton the, of touchdowns. The though. most touchdowns by running back. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I I could see that being a two handed monster where. So for now, you're starting Gibbs, not Montgomery. But if Montgomery questionable to play, I would stay away. And if oh, he and if he plays, and you kind of see how the split or the carries break down, yeah. going forward, it could be because yeah, I don't think he's out of this offense. No, he he was too productive when he played to be out of this offense. Right, but being questionable, it's kind of like a Gibbs thing where Gibbs was questionable a couple times, and they just didn't use him. It could be like, hey, Gibbs is playing well. Let's ease Montgomery back into it. It could. Be right, like goal line carries. They're looking too. playoffs. Yeah, they're so, six and two. So it's let's ease Montgomery back in. Let's not just kill him with carries right away. Yeah, they have the second best record in the NFC. I think Cowboys are three losses. San Fran's three losses. And the birds are on top, baby. Birds are always on top. 
Um, and then Amonra and San Laporta are must starts as well. I agree. All right, Giants at Cowboys. I think after that Cowboys tough loss at home, they're going to dominate the Giants. Uh, they're going to bury the Giants. And Hopefully, they already, they already did once this year. It yes. might be the same score. I need Tony Pollard to just have a decent game here. How could he not? And you would think this is going to be the game that they get up and they just run the ball. Like they should, but they haven't. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand Pollard. I don't either. I, I, I really don't either. There's a lot of question marks. He's got 120 carries for 474 yards. So he's averaging four yards a carry, which is not bad. This year specifically, it makes me very happy that I went McCaffrey instead of going wide receiver. Yes. Just because of every other running back is really so hit or miss. They are. I mean, so if you look at your first round running backs, Chubb's out for season. Barkley missed three games, isn't doing great. Pollard is not doing anything. Eckler was missed hurt. A, missed a big chunk and was slow coming back. Derrick Henry was probably a second rounder, but not doing a ton. Um, he has been lately, but it's not Derrick Henry numbers. Yeah, I don't even know what other running backs were picked that early. ETN's your next best one. He was a third or fourth round pick. Right. You have Kamara and Jonathan Taylor who were picked later because of suspensions. And are now getting going. But, yeah, yeah, but it's McCaffrey is so I, I heard McCaffrey. The difference between McCaffrey and the fifth running back is greater than the fifth and like the 25th. This is probably very similar to what Kelsey's been. This is number one yep. to the number two. And again, just like last year with injuries at tight ends, there's a lot of injuries at running back. Yeah. And McCaffrey, besides the last couple of years, has been injury free. Yeah. He just had two bad seasons back to back. So everyone thought he was and injury they were prone. Fluke, they were. They were not your hamstring that lingers. It right. was like fluke weird things that were getting yeah. uh, out. All right. So for the Giants, Barkley's the only one. That's Waller's it. on IR. No, no, nothing else. Just Barkley. Dan Jones um, is on IR. Everybody else is hurt. Yeah, it's Barkley or nothing. Jones is out for the season. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the Cowboys, Dak I would play. Dak I would play. Pollard you still have to stick with. I think you have to play Pollard. CeeDee Lamb. C.D. Lamb. And then Ferguson. I'd, I'd go Ferguson. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon Cooks hasn't done anything. Gallup hasn't done anything. Maybe that guy, Tolbert, maybe not a bad guy to look at picking up. Receiver. Yeah. He just killed the Eagles because the Eagles, I, everybody they can't cover anybody. I hate that so much. For he, his good, he was going for Tolbert. He wasn't going for Brandon Cooks or Michael Gallup. He was targeting Tolbert. Yeah. Who's a rookie. So maybe that is the next guy to yeah, step up. Yeah, he might up. be the number two. Yeah. Um, I hate that about the Eagles. As good as we are, as good as our defense ever is, somebody kills us. We can never just shut down a team. And obviously, CeeDee Lamb had like 190 yards. He killed us. No touchdowns. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if he had a touchdown or not. He had a big week. I don't know. But it's always so some no-name guy like Tolbert who just yeah. smokes us. But we still won. Yeah, that's all that matters. All right, Commanders at Seahawks. Ugh. Yeah, Dude, there are so many bad games. I think Seahawks will be a playoff team. They're, I I don't know. They're five and three right now. Geno Smith is awful. Yeah, and I I predict at the beginning of the year. There's no way he can replicate what he did last year. I was listening to the radio driving to work this morning, and they said, "Was it just twelve good games?" Right. It's all the hype around him. Everything. But he got the contract. Like that's all he needed to do. That's all he needed. Um, but yeah, there's 12 games kept him in the league for another three to five years. He he looks like he looked before, where he's just kind of like a decent backup option. Yeah, now he's the starter, and they're five and three. They should beat Washington, get to six and three. If you, I mean, if you're six and three, doing something right, but he's not playing very well. Yeah, the Ravens shut down everything about this team last week. Uh, Kenny Walker, his first bad game. Yeah, he's still a must start. Um, but yeah. I'll tell you what, DK Metcalf is not a must start with Geno throwing him the ball. I think he's a solid wide receiver too, great flex, but he's not a must start. I, uh, I think he's a must start. I mean this this week there's a if, if everybody was playing, there's no bye weeks, no injuries. Okay, that's different. It is. So this week, uh, he's probably a must start. Yeah, but I mean he had one catch. The only for f- league I have Metcalf in it doesn't matter. Just the way my roster is, it's the vampire. The only other option I have would be Chris Godwin. Like I'm never starting Chris Godwin over DK right. Metcalf. But he just had a 50 yard catch to like start the game, and then he didn't get another he didn't catch. Get another one, yeah. Um, for Washington, I think Brian Robinson is a must start. 
And then at this point, Terry McLaurin has been consistent Terry enough. Terry McLaurin's been really good. Jahan Dotson's coming back. Dotson had a few good games in a row. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe a flex play at best, I but think, at I think least it's something to look at. I think he's a good flex play. Yeah. Um, versus someone that you're just scrounging to get. I think he's a solid option at flex. Yeah, I agree. Um, Jets at Raiders. Ugh. Thank you. This might be the lowest scoring game of the year. Uh, I don't know. We saw a Giants Jets thirteen seven game. I, I this this could be three nothing honestly, and they both have four wins. It's not like they're at the bottom of the league, but they're both right in the middle. Jets are up to four wins. Yeah, they're four and four. Vegas is four and five. I think you got running backs and receivers here: Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams. That's about all. I think all we need to say about that game. Yep, nothing else. That is the Sunday night game too. That's so terrible. now we're down to we're not watching Thursday night. We're not getting up at 9 a.m. to watch the Sunday morning game. We're not staying up for the Sunday night game. What's Monday bring us? We have the Bills playing the Broncos. Ugh. And the, Bron- or the Broncos just beat the Chiefs, but that. No, they're still bad. Team. Right. That's not going to happen. Right, start with the Bills because I don't want to talk about the Broncos. Josh start, Allen. Let's start Broncos. Okay. Let's end on a higher note. If you had to play Russell Wilson, you should have to pass all game. Maybe. No. Uh, yeah, you're right. That three, would be the only thing. Three quarterbacks out, you might need them. Yeah. Um, anything else? Sutton, maybe, as a flex? Maybe a Sutton with all the other buys, but that's it. I, think, I don't think you're playing Javante Williams. You're not playing Jerry Judy. No. And they're coming off a buy. Yeah, and you still... So maybe, you're, maybe they made adjustments, and you're going to see what they could be. I, yeah, you, I don't you like to think they would you change like something. Maybe they... At worst, maybe they figure out the running back room. Yeah. Maybe one of the guys steps up. I don't know. Yeah. Um, for the Bills, Josh Allen, yes. Stephon Diggs, yes. Um, How did James Cook do last week? I know you don't have him anymore. Um, and did Leonard Fournette play? Leonard Fournette, I don't think played. Okay. But somebody to look at because moving forward, if he gets some reps in there. James Cook had 20 yards. He had five points. So he had... Um, so is he? He had four catches for ten yards. Is he now four catches for ten yards? That's where his five points came from. Well, we're half PPR. Oh yeah, okay, okay. I thought you meant full. No, he 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 only had twenty rushing yards though. So seven points though. Four catches, nineteen yards. So five for us. Yeah, it would be seven for okay. PPR. Um, is he a flex play? Um, I think so. And so we see what Fournette does. They're playing the Broncos. They should get up. They should run the ball. It should be James Cook. They should. This week specifically, I think he's a flex play. Even what? Even running back two. He's had good games. And this is probably one of the best matchups he's going to have. It's a home game. It's prime time against the Broncos. He should be in line for a good game here. Should. Should. If he doesn't do it now, I think, yeah, you, you definitely consider not playing him, especially with Fournette signing. Yeah. Um, and then I think whether or not um, – what's his name? Uh, Dawson Knox plays. I think Don Kincaid is a must-start at this point too. Yeah, I think he's a good, very good tight end option. Especially if Knox doesn't play. But yeah. even if he does, I think Kincaid is – He did have fumble last week, but he's getting targets. He's he's playing well. Yeah. Um, that's all the games we got. That's week 10. A lot of bad games in there. So many bad games. Texans, Bengals, I think could be good. Ravens, Browns, 49ers, Jags. You know what sucks? This is the week you want to see great games because the Eagles are on a bye. Like yeah. you get the it sucks that like uh the Chiefs and Dolphins are also on a bye the same week. Like you want to see good red zone games. Just put reds on, put your feet up, enjoy eight and one. But no, we gotta sit there and watch crap football because So if you're going by time slots at one o'clock, you got Ravens, Browns, okay. Texans, Bengals. Okay. Um, at four o'clock, you got Lions, Chargers. What about Jags, 49ers? Yeah, Jags, 49ers is one o'clock as well as the Ravens, Browns. Oh, okay. So there's three good one o'clock games. Okay. So we're not all the way out. Like, those are the games that Red Zone will be focused on the most. Yeah. So then four o'clock, Giants, Cowboys is a division game. Um, but really just the Lions, Chargers. Hey, and then you always have college football on Saturday and you got college basketball being all the way back. So. And on, well, this won't interfere with NFL, but the NBA in 
season tournament is happening on Tuesdays and Fridays. Yeah, we're going to talk about that on another episode because I'm still confused about the whole thing. When we record our betting episode. Which will be Thursday. It should come out Friday. We'll get into the rules and, and stuff like that. Because I'm confused. That's every Tuesday and Friday in the month of November. And it might even carry a little bit into December. Dude, let's not even get into it. My no. brain is not there. We, we will get into that on um, our betting episode coming out Friday. All right, that's all we got. That's it for preview. We'll see you guys for the for the bets. We're going to hit some bets this week. Oh. oh, we're already dialed in. It's Tuesday. And you know what? I like recording our bets episode on Thursday, not making our picks on Tuesday for the weekend. Yeah. Because now it gives me a little bit more time to... You can see some injury updates. You put some thought into it. Yeah, I just need to get rid of some of those dumb ideas I've had. And right, you're getting the ideas on Tuesday, and by yeah. Thursday you filtered them out. Exactly. All I right. like I like this filter Wednesday. I like that. Fil- yeah, filter Wednesday. Trademark that one too. Done. All right. See you guys. Cheers. Cheers.